current events, personal values, political and social issues, technology, wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Is China part of Ezekiel 38 and 39? We'll discuss that, along with why installed President Biden is rejecting calls from the Jewish Prime Minister. Why are some American farmers killing their own crops and selling their cows? Maybe it's so they can become cyborgs. At least that's what the World Economic Forum is encouraging. These are just some of the out-of-this-world stories that are part of this week's Signs of the Times, our weekly review of Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, August 26th, 2022. You can't listen to this show out of this world, but you can here on Earth when you subscribe to our podcast through Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google, or just listen to episode 230 directly on the Way Media app, or hit us up at thewaymedia.net where you can watch us, read the articles from the show, or ask Pastor Mark a prophecy question. And now, here to recommend we take chips, but only when they come with salsa, is Pastor Mark, (laughs) who in his single days ask the trainer at the gym which machine he should use to impress the beautiful girls. His trainer told him, try using the ATM machine outside. <laughs> now, that's a general uh, laugh. Uh, hey, listen, a, I didn't think it was that funny, no, and you did. No, that's a general laugh. Fantastic. I think that's great. I, that's one i, I got to use again. Yeah, what, really, that's, that's very good. Okay. That's very good. No offense to the ladies out there, but uh, right. being, being a, a not just only a husband, but a father of four daughters, Yes, uh, I think the ATM probably is the most... Oh, Getting thumbs down from one of them right now, but that's okay. Uh, either way, she's listening in. She's our producer in there. So anyway. uh, yeah, that's good. I didn't run that joke by her. Usually I do. I did not today. So yeah, that one slipped through the cracks. Yeah, that's, that's and it rang the it, bell. Yeah, you may not have gotten that one through. She may have actually just kind of hit the mute button in there somehow. She could have. It, who knows? <laughs> it could, the, the, the video screen could say technical difficulties right now. Please stand by until we that's find right. a new host. That's right. That's it right. Could be. Uh, before we get into our articles, I know that there is something on your heart that you want to discuss and share with the people. Yeah. So we take that as a prompting from the Holy Spirit that this is what you want to share. Yeah, I just want to start yeah. out, before we jump into the articles today, you know, we used to take a segment on a regular basis and just kind of discuss the whole first half of just a discussion. That's not what this is going to be. It's going to be a shorter amount of time, but I just kind of feel like this is something that I feel that God is bringing to my attention, and I think that has been there for quite a while, but I think now's the time to kind of begin to talk about it. I've actually been thinking about it for a couple of years, but now I think is a good moment to kind of mention some of this, and that is to be watching. And what do we do, Greg, at Signs of the Times? We try to prepare our listeners to be watching for what's coming and understand the signs of the times, quite obviously. And there's one, there's a, a couple of passages in uh, Revelation that I've always kind of, um, I've always thought were curious. Uh, in, in Revelation uh, chapter uh, 9, uh, verse 21, I'll read them in just a moment, and also in Revelation 18, it talks about their sorceries. God's judging them. When the judgments begin, he's judging them because of their sorceries. And it's interesting, um, sorcery really is the word there, pharmakia, or where we get pharmaceuticals and all that. That's where that word comes from. That's that word. It's the root word of that. And um, God says he's judging them. And I've always looked at that. Now, it also does have a witchcraft uh, witchcraft element to it. That is, mm-hmm. you know, false worship, uh, demonism, witchcraft. It's all in that word. But the actual word is pharmakia, which is where we get pharmacy. And that's why, of course, you see a lot of uh, drugs are connected to the demonic realm. Uh, they open up a door to that. I was going to say, it it, it, re- it removes the veil that God has supernaturally put there in place yeah. to protect us from that spiritual world that we can't see right now. It, it does seem to break down yeah. some wall in some the wall. brain that yeah. opens up that connection to the spiritual realm. And again, I know that because of being around it myself and also living out west and, and for a while um, in the new age and all that. They would oftentimes use drugs. 
sorcery slash pharmacia in order to get in touch with their spirit guides and their demons and all that. So there is a real connection there. And it's more, it's more than just hallucination. I mean, these are real beings. It just seems to kind of, as you said, make the veil thin. And so you can kind of see through that veil and see mm-hmm. what's going on. But yeah. I've always thought about that. I thought, well, it talks about, you know, Babylon and that's kind of the world system. You know, we can, we can argue about who and what Babylon is, but I think all uh, prophecy, um, um, people would agree and students of the Bible that when it speaks of Babylon in the, uh, New Testament and Revelation, certainly there could be application to certain real places and probably is. But also it does definitely speak, secondly, as Babylon as a world system. Okay, that's just a given, that the world system, Babylon, and God's going to judge the world system. In the last days, that world system of Babylon will rise again, and that world system, Babylon, will, will fade. Uh, be it a real place or not, the world system will be in place. And so with that said, I've always read those passages going, you know, uh, yeah, pharmacia, pharmaceuticals, uh, people are, are, you know, it was at the time, really, years ago, I started looking at this really many years ago, but it started getting more serious to me a couple of years ago, but but many years ago, all the prescription drug abuse, uh, you know, people started getting hooked on drugs at home and, and doing all this stuff, and so you, there you have it, they're doing, they're, they're involved in, in, connected, they're involved in pharmacia, they're connected to witchcraft, because it opens up a door, et cetera, et cetera, and by the way, the Bible does not forbid pharm- pharmaceuticals, it doesn't forbid, uh, you know, antibiotics and things like that, so that wasn't the issue, it's when it's used the wrong way. Um, so I've always read Revelation there when it talks about the Babylonian system as being, you know, people are using, they're misusing prescription drugs as well as the increase in marijuana use and heroin use and these other things. And I think that's all proper application. Every bit of it. There are applications to all those. Remember with the Bible, right. there's one literal interpretation and there's multiple applications. So all of those applications come into play. The literal being it's actually pharmacia, you know, pharmaceuticals, whatever. And that could be illicit drugs or the kind you get behind the counter, uh, proper or improper, etc. Now, again, I know I've set this up a little bit before I jump into it. But something really started kind of playing on my mind more recently when we started seeing more and more of these um just this real push for everyone to continue. And I want to emphasize the word continue getting shots that now we know don't work. We now know that, matter of fact, that CDC has come out and said that you're, you have a higher immunity if you don't take the shot, which is shocking. They're admitting that. You look at that and go, you're actually admitting that it not only made no difference, you, you have a better immunity if you don't. I, I find that, again, either I, it's shocking, but yeah. are, and it may not be, don't quote me, it may not be CDC putting that out, but it's, it's legitimate. Uh, science journals that are now saying that. So I'm not sure that it's on CDC's website yet or not, so don't quote me on that. But with that said, it's pretty much common knowledge that they really aren't stopping. Everyone's still getting COVID, even if you've had multiple shots. I mean, the president, you know, claimed to have four, he caught it. Uh, 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 Dr. Fauci claimed to have four, and he caught it, you know, et cetera. So we now know that's not really, a, it doesn't stop you from getting it. Here's my point in that is that I, I, I begin to relook at this, like, okay, with, with all the damage, now we're seeing some of the, of people that have taken the multiple Shots. We're seeing some of the damage, some of the myocarditis, some of the um, you know deaths. Quite honestly, yeah. that are taking place. I mean, I think everybody just have uh, mysterious paralysis. Oh yeah, you've got uh, Guillaume Barre, you've got um, uh, Bell's, palsy, Bell's palsy, you've got all kinds of neurological things. And, and Greg, this is all coming out more and more. You've got in the UK, and they're about six months ahead of us. Um, the UK, they're getting very bold about. They're seeing a lot of their athletes just dropping dead, even more so recently. And they're getting bold about it, saying, "Why do we have all these twenty-somethings dropping dead?" And we never had SADS before that sudden adult death syndrome. I mean, it was on the books in the seventies, maybe you know, just very scarce. They didn't know what it was. People suddenly died. Now we're seeing it's the leading cause in, in, of death in Canada is unknown. The leading cause of death unknown, and that started after this massive "keep getting shots" campaign. So I think we're all kind of waking up to realize, okay, we need to all step back, take a deep breath, and reevaluate this whole take a shot thing. And one of the things that started hitting me was, you know, I started wondering, after the rapture, we see in the judgments of Revelation that people start developing these sores all over their body and all these different things they can't get rid of or whatever. And I just, you know, Bible doesn't say, but I started, I wonder if, you know, many years down the road, they keep pushing these shots, and as people are getting more and more shots, it eventually does something that during the Great Tribulation, you know, as God sends that judgment, actually causes these kind of sores to break out and all these things from all these medications and f- things that are going in your system. Um, yeah. Well, and it also says that they, you know, men will want to die. 
Yeah. And they won't be able to. Yeah. It's, 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 it gets pretty ugly. But again, I want to encourage our listeners out there, especially if you've taken a shot or whatever. This is after the rapture when some of my speculation has to do on that. And again, I think this also has to do with where I think the greatest danger with all this is, is coming out now appears to be multiple shots. Again, a lot of these athletes that died, died after multiple shots. Now we had, again, in in Canada, you, you hadn't seen this in the main news, but if you go do your homework, you'll find out that in the last I think month to two months, I'll go as far as two months, a month to two months, they've now had some 13 doctors die in their 20s and 30s because they required they take the fourth booster. And all of a sudden now within two months, they've got 13 doctors that have dropped dead. And we're talking 20s, 30s, some of them in their 50s, but we're talking 20s and 30s dropping dead, either either while they're swimming, while they're jogging, whatever. And there really is no other explanation other than, okay, we've got a problem, Houston. We need to all step back and take look, look at what's going on. Now, with that setup, and, and again, not to make anybody fearful out there if you've taken the shot, these are multiple, multiple, and I want to be clear on that, which is crazy to me. They keep pushing these things, and I think everybody needs to kind of do their homework and wake up here before uh, this thing gets any worse. But let me just say this now, in light of that, Greg, I, I'm looking at what it says with that word sorcery, and we're talking about revelation. I want to read these two passages in this new light here. I'm not saying that's what it is, but I find this interesting. Again, in Revelation 9, uh, verse 20, I'm going to read verses 20. Uh, to the end, it's only a couple of verses here. Let's see what it says. This is as God was pouring out, and by the way, this is in the middle of the sixth trumpet, as God is judging the earth after the rapture, okay, to encourage our believers out there. It says, but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues, so plagues were already underway. Mm-hmm. What, what they're from, we don't exactly know. They did not repent of the works of their hands. In other words, the plagues didn't cause them to run to God and repent. That they should worship, they could, uh, and they kept worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, wood, which could neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murder. I'm going to read this now in the in the literal language, okay? And they did not repent of their murders or their pharmacia or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Again, I'm reading it now in a different way. And they did not repent of their murders or their pharmaceuticals or their or their sexual immorality <laughs> or their thefts. Yeah. Now, when you do it that way, it begins exactly. to give you a different perspective. Now, again, in other words, keep taking the shots, get more shots. And by the way, this whole thing, the reason I'm bringing this up, one of the things that the New World Orders do, uh, the World Economic Forum, which is a part of the New World Order that they're doing, they're saying they want to have just continual shots for everything. They're talking now about putting chips in the head, right, and the hand in the brain. Yeah. We know that's coming, the mark of the beast. And they're talking about it uh, in light of these um, um, nanobots uh, that they put in there with it, that they can give you injections without you going to the doctor. They can actually somehow, I don't know if they're already in there, I don't know what it is, but they can cure all kinds of illnesses, all kinds of diseases. They can keep you up to date on your shots, your boosters, or whatever. And that's kind of their future thing. That's where I'm talking about this continued use mm-hmm. of this and the damage that it can do to the human body over time. Well, let me read now in, in Revelation 18, verse 23. Uh, listen to what it says with that same idea. He's talking about the judgment of Babylon, the world system falling. And I want to start reading in verse 21 of chapter 18. Again, this is the finality of Babylon's fall. This is what it says. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it in the sea, saying, Thus, with violence, the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. That is the system of the world. The sound of the harpist, the musicians, the flutist, the trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore, nor craftsmen, nor any craft shall be found in you anymore, and the sound of the millstone shall not be heard in you anymore, the light of the lamp shall not shine in you anymore, the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore, for, here's why, for your merchants were great, were the great men of the earth, for by your pharmaceuticals all the nations were deceived. And in her was found the blood of the prophets and the saints and all who were slain on the earth. Now, that changes everything when you put it in that perspective. Again, I'm not saying that it specifically means that's what this is. I'm saying the word pharmacia is used there, pharmaceuticals. He's saying the world is, is going to be deceived. The, the entire world in the last days is going to be deceived by great men, that is those that are in leadership, through pharmaceuticals. And they're going to they're gonna refuse to repent. Does that not describe... What's going on today? I mean, it's, it's, I know we're not in Revelation yet, but I look at that and I go, oh my goodness. Because, Greg, we've been lied to. Now, that, now that, again, the CDC, I, again, I'm coming out. Guys, you can look this stuff up on CDC. This is out there. Uh, Dr. Fauci just retired, and I think it's because of all this. Because he knows that he's going to have to... Is he actually retired, or, is that not ha- or did that no, already... He, I think he went ahead and retired. 
Uh, oh, I thought it was going to wait until the end of the year. Well, and I heard that, and then they're announcing it. Well, let me take that back. Okay. They're saying Fauci retires. Pat, they're, they're, well, they're, either either way, he's retiring. Yeah, soon. They're, they're printing it up as, as in past tense. Yes. So do I know the exact day? No. Okay. And thank you for that, because I yeah. don't want to say that wrong. However, either way, he's going to be gone before anything can happen from the new elections and sure. accountability and yeah. all that, which, again, they're still going to hold him accountable. Yeah. Um, and so, so with that said, um, you, you wonder why is he doing that? I think because now these things are coming out, and again, Greg, the CDC, they just came out and said, "Hey, the shots, you know, um, there was no difference in whether you took it or didn't take it. So you no need to wear masks, no right. need to do whatever." So they've reversed all that. They're very open about it. So everybody's kind of getting upset, mm-hmm. and all these things are starting to happen. So you're watching all this take place. So, so again, I think that, um, and yet they're still talking about this continued campaign of doing shots and boosters. And now not just for COVID, they're looking at monkeypox and, uh, they're looking at all these other things they're saying they can do with the chip and, and, sure. and distributing things to take away diseases and all that kind of stuff. Um, I would just want to say to the believers, listen, don't just go along with the world system here. I want you to do your own homework and think before you go along. We talked about it. Psalm two says in the last days. Now we talk about, uh, conspiracy theories and the real thing. It's interesting. I, I just, from some research this week, I didn't realize that conspiracy theory was actually created. This is all public Created knowledge. by the government. CIA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they actually did it, I think, in yeah. the 40s. Yeah, they did. Uh, because, and it's, and it's there. It's open. I mean, you, it's not like, this yeah. is not a conspiracy theory. This is the, go read it. It's there. Yes. And Greg, here's what's wild. I was looking at, the, the reason they came up with the term conspiracy theory and started putting it out there is they knew it would back people down because they didn't want to look stupid. They literally said this will be a, a propaganda tool that when people, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, it'll back them down. Oh, no, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not that. I'm not that. And it's brilliant. I mean, it is a sinister scheme. It is brilliant to back people down because then here's what happens. If everything becomes a conspiracy theory, and I know there's all, there's weird stuff out there, the alien stuff, the Bigfoot stuff, and I'm sorry if I offended any of you alien and Bigfoot fans, but <laughs> anyway, there are real conspiracy theories out there, and those things aren't real. So, So I get that. But what it does is, Greg, it, it gets you so used to saying conspiracy theory that when the real thing comes along, let's say you send five conspiracy theories through and one real one comes through that somebody wants to happen. If you're awake and you point out and say, whoa, 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 those five are weird, but this is, the Bible talks about this. Well, then you still get lumped in with guess who? Conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. People say today, if you say that the whole world is colluding together behind the scenes to deceive everybody and to go toward a one world government, one world, all this, whatever, there are still some people today, mostly unbelievers, that will say, well, that's conspiracy theory. That's Bible. Psalm chapter 2, Psalm chapter 2, Psalm 2 says this, the kings of the earth will conspire together against God and his son and the saints, the the believers, um, to deceive them. And he who sits in the heavens shall laugh so let me let me put psalm 2 in modern day language and in the and this is the references into the last days in the last days the world leaders will gather together with a worldwide plan or conspiracy to deceive the entire world and they'll use it against god and the saints and against god and his son really god and his son the bible says that's going to happen revelation lays it out in detail so why am i saying all this when you see this whole push for pharmaceuticals every month, every three months, every six months, whatever. Realize one of the things that God warns us will be happening in the last days is that the world's going to be deceived by great men pushing pharmaceuticals. So everybody just let's put on our spiritual glasses. Let's open our eyes. Let's open our ears. Let's forget the accusations of being whatever somebody wants to call you. And let's be biblicists. Okay. We're going to the Bible here. I'm not going to go chasing aliens. I'm not going to be chasing, you know, Bigfoot. But I am going to chase Psalm 2, and I am going to chase Revelation, and I am going to chase and stand on the Word of God, because it is eternal, it is accurate, it is true, it is not a conspiracy, it is the Bible, it is the Word of God. So, just to end this, and wrap it up and reiterate, I am not saying that when it says that there'll be sorcery or pharmacia, pharmaceuticals in the last days, that the world's going to be deceiving people with, that it means these shots. I'm saying, I think we need to wake up and take warning that the Bible says in Revelation, there'll be great men of the earth deceiving the world with pharmaceuticals in the last days. Let's be aware the Bible says that. Let's know where the Bible says that in Revelation 18. Let's wake up and let's, and let's, let's be smart. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and again, let's not panic. If you got the shot, don't panic. I think this is referring to an ongoing program of, of just pumping all these different juices and mRNA and whatever di- things that are affecting people's, you know, uh, uh, a body. It's pumping it in there. God gave us an immune system. 
My encouragement is let's use it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you doctor advice. I'm giving you biblical advice. Be careful of the push of pharmaceuticals in the last di- in last days by the great man, or we would say the leaders of the earth. That's the word of God. And that's what was on my heart, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Fantastic. All right. I'm all done. Not yet. I'm not, I'm we done. got more to get to. Yes, that's right. <laughs> We've got to get to some Ezekiel 38 and 39. This is from Reuters. China to send troops to Russia for a quote-unquote Vostok or Vostok exercise. Now, the military compliance and alliance between Russia and China is one thing on an earthly level. Yeah. But does China have anything to do with Ezekiel 38 and 39? Yeah, it, I would say no, and with a little yes behind it. That's why I left this in here. Uh, really, Russia and Iran are what we're looking at for this alliance here, going into Israel and, and moving on them and all these things. That's what's happening. However, and let me read something, and then I'll give I'm giving my commentary before I read it. This is the Chinese troops travel to Russia to take part in a joint military exercise led by the host, um, and including India, Belarus, Mongolia, Tajikistan, and other countries, China's defense ministry said on Wednesday, China's participation in the joint exercises was, and I quote, unrelated to the current international and regional situation, the ministry said in a statement. Last month, Moscow announced plans to hold Vostok, that is east, it means east, exercises from August 30th to September 5th, even as it wages costly war in Ukraine. Chinese defense ministry said its participation in the exercise was part of an ongoing bilateral uh, annual cooperation agreement with Russia. Now, this is not really... Directly related, but it is, and here's how. It's going, it's not going to be China coming in against uh, in Ziegel 38 and 39. We know that's Russia, Iran, Turkey, um, uh, Libya, uh, Sudan, uh, probably that region around Sudan. They're the ones doing this and other countries that are joining them. However, right now there's a two-world system battling each other, east versus west. You have, again, the, the west, with, uh, you know, America, Britain, all, Europe, and all that, and you've got Russia and China. And both are fighting to rule the world right now with two different mindsets. Russia and China, they want their own monetary. They want to rule the world. They want it to be under their dictatorship. The West wants their own money, and they want to rule it under their dictatorship. So both wants to be a dictatorship, but it's a different mindset. Now, here's what the Bible tells us. And in this battle, the West is going to win. It's going to be Europe that rises up. It's going to be the Antichrist out of the West that wins this battle of dictatorship taking the world over. It's not going to be China and Russia. Well, now we know why. For Russia, Russia is going to be wiped out when they go into you know, try to attack Israel. They're, they're not the whole nation, but their military and their their oomph, their strength. You know, we're going to take all their muscles. So they're going to be a, a skinny runt on the beach, right? Yeah. By the time we're by the time that battle's done, that God's done with them. China, we don't know what's going to bring them down, Greg. But apparently, either something else will bring them down and, and make them in the background for a while, and I'll get back to that. Or they're going to be so demoralized when their half of this kind of new world system they're trying to put together suddenly is pulled, pulled away. They may believe that when Russia and China, I mean, Russia and Iran going and Greg, they may believe that this is the move where now they're going to take over the world and it'll be the conglomerate with them in Russia. They may believe that. But when, but when Russia gets wiped out, I think it's going to let the wind out of their sails. They, there's going to be something else that's going to back China down. I don't know what it is. Mm. And then they're going to go in, they're going to fade into the distance for a while until you see Europe take over in the Antichrist. Then, at the very end, China's going to come in, it appears, with a 200-million-man army. It appears it's China from that area from the east uh, that's going to be. So they're not going to go away. They're coming back at the end, but they're going to be gathered for Armageddon, and then they're going to be wiped out there at Armageddon. So China's never going to be the one that takes the world over, it would appear from Scripture, unless there's something in between that, that God didn't tell us. But they're certainly not going to do it at, at the time of, of the Ezekiel invasion or at the very end. So the reason I found this interesting was, is that, again, you see this furthering alliance with China and Russia. And when Russia goes down, I think something's going to happen that's going to bring China down as well. And that's going to pave the way to move that that competing world system yeah, out of the, out way, of the way. And here comes Europe and the Antichrist taking over. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, we'll definitely keep our eyes on that because I'm sure more information will be forthcoming. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Uh, let's uh, come back here to America. And uh, Israel 365 News is telling us that Biden rejects a call from Lapid as Iran deal looms. Yes, yes. Shocking. That's right. Yeah, you're Lapid, again, trying to get a hold of Biden. I got some, I'll share something in just a moment okay. about this. The article kind of talks about it, but doesn't tell you the full details. The White House reportedly refused. An initial request from Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid to speak with the U.S. President Joe Biden, saying he was on vacation, according to Israeli media reports. <laughs> now, Greg, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. Okay. 
And the, I'm just going to res- I just want to sigh. I know. The Americans say <laughs> that talk is expected to take place in the coming days. The, uh, the delay... Uh, the delayed call comes against the background of renewed momentum to revive the 2015 nuclear deal as the U.S. on Wednesday responded to Israel's latest, Iran, or rather Iran's latest offer. And I quote, we have conveyed our feedback privately, and I'm not going to get into further details. Uh, State Department spokesman Ned Price on Wednesday. In other words, I'm, I'm, not, I'm on vacation, too. Uh, Lapid <laughs> said at a briefing, I'm just in the office. Yes. Uh, you know, it's like, you know. Anyway, okay. But Lapid said the lights um, are on, but nobody's home. Yeah, it's when people call and say, "Hey, is uh, is, yeah. uh, is 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 Ned Price? You know, there? No, he's out to lunch. Yeah, but is he there?" <laughs> anyway, so Lapid said at a briefing for foreign correspondents on Wednesday, and I quote: "On the table right now is a bad deal. It would give Iran a hunt. Listen, to this. It would give Iran a hundred billion dollars a year. A year. This money will not be used to be built to build schools or hospitals." It is $100 billion a year that will be used to undermine the stability of the Middle East and spread terror around the globe. No, it's going to go into nuclear weapons and other terror things. We are, we now are funding this deal. We'll, we'll, be, one of the, we'll be the largest funder of terrorism in the world. Now, on two things. America, the largest funder of terrorism in the world, if this goes through, without being changed. But, Greg, also, this is the greatest insult. Here, the leader of God's nation, God's people, the country where God will, has set aside for himself, Jerusalem, their capital, where he will put his throne to rule the universe. That leader calls up our president, who is nothing compared to God and what God's going to do there in Israel, mm-hmm. and says, I'd like to speak to you about this agreement you're making. With I let him know I don't have time. I'm on vacation. <laughs> what an amazing, rude insult this was. Okay, I'm not name-calling our president. I'm, I'm not saying that. Don't get me wrong. I respect the, the office of the president. I'm saying this was a very rude thing to do to any world leader. In addition to that, and more importantly, the leader of the nation of Israel, God has so many promises for in the last days and into the millennial kingdom, which he's going to be Jesus, a rule and reign, and give Israel their, their glory during that time. And he says to them, you know, I don't have time for you. Again, I'm not only used, uh, if you will, as a, Ezekiel 38 and 39, Greg, but I'm going to use um, Genesis uh, 3, 12, 3. And that is, those who bless you, I will bless Israel. And those who curse you, Israel, I will curse. President Biden is saying to Israel, no, no, he's saying to God, I want you to curse me. Please curse us. Please curse the U.S. We will. Now, he might not know he's saying that. He might not know it. But that's what he's saying. He's crying out to be cursed by God. And the problem is, we're in the same house that's going to be cursed by God. Whenever we bless Israel, we're blessed. Whenever we curse Israel, we are cursed. And right now, again, when I see this insult uh, by the president, um, again, I think of the Psalms again. Kiss the son, lest he be angry. You know, it tells us, in other words, you better, you better be kind and bow down before Jesus, lest he be angry and you face his wrath. Mm-hmm. President Biden is going to have a very fearful day of wrath in front of Jesus Christ one day very soon, unless he repents. And I want you to know something. That's my heart. I do not in any form and fashion hate President Biden or hate anybody. I want to see him come to Christ. And I want to see him. Jesus died for him. And so my heart is that he would be saved. All I'm saying is, the warning from God is, if he doesn't repent and others that stand in that same camp against Israel, they will stand and face the judgment of God one day soon. And we've got to be faithful to say that or we're not faithful watchmen. But our heart is that they would hear the news and they would repent. God can do it. And so, again, I just this just like, boy, I, especially when it comes to God and his people, uh, nothing upsets me more, as you can probably tell. Uh, well, you know, at the same time, too, Pastor Mark, all this money infused into Iran, uh, basically puts us in the crosshairs of prophetic fulfillment yeah when it comes to ezekiel 38 and 39 yeah uh because we're we're america would be giving iran money that would they would do nothing more than you know build up their military might right or funnel uh money uh, that would turn into weapons or whatever they needed resources to their proxies yeah which would be hezbollah and um who's the other group that i'm i'm that's escaping me at the well, moment. Well, PLO, Hezbollah. Uh, um, Hezbollah. Um, there, there's, there's a lot some, of There's them. another one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I mean, Greg, right now. But either way. Yeah. I mean, of course, Iran, when they they funnel it to all these guys, and then we give it to them. And then they're making, basically, I mean, they're, they're making nuclear weapons. They send that, they're, they're telling them. We're making yeah. it. They've got enough yellow cake right now. Basically, we're sending them funnel cakes. It's yellow cake, and we're funneling it to them, you know, and so kind of a yeah. bad joke. But either way, we're, we're helping them make. Yeah. 
uh, and we're putting the sugar on top because yeah. we're saying here's billions a year to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely insane what, yeah. what we're doing. And what we don't realize is, is we're destroying ourselves. It's not just so that they can right. take those weapons and destroy Israel. They want to kill us. Listen, the chant over there for those that hate them is first Saturday, then Sunday, first Saturday, then Sunday. Yeah. And so that is that means first the Jews, then the Christians. And they see America as a Christian nation, although we're not anymore. We were founded on Christian principles, but we've pretty much turned away from that. A lot of Christians here, but I wouldn't say we're a Christian nation anymore. But the reality is, is that, you know, again, I could go on forever yeah. about this. It's very upsetting. And, and we're going to, you know, God can't just sit yeah. back and ignore this. No, he can't. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I'm just going to share this. Let's do it. Share uh, it, Greg. Before we get to our next article, because, you know, when we see stuff that, like this that happens, and we we know what the what the Bible says will be ramifications to those that curse Israel, we, we understand all of that. Um, but we're looking more at the sovereignty in things that we don't understand. And when you think about during Jesus' time, uh, the church was birthed, the fulfillment of why Jesus came to earth all happened in the midst of a one-world government, yeah. which we know is, is on its way to being revived. Yeah. We see that. But Jesus said a couple of interesting things in the midst of all of this that I think are applicable for us today that we can't lose sight of. Right. And the first one is when Jesus is about to be arrested, he's about to go on trial. Basically, the fulfillment of his earthly ministry of three years is coming to an end. Right. He says this in Luke 22, verses 52 and 53. It says, Then Jesus said to the chief priests, captains of the temple, and the elders who had come to him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me. Here's the, here's the important part of the verse. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Yep. At that moment, that was darkness's hour. Yep. That was Satan's time. That's right. But let's take a look at further on in John. Now, Past the uh, mock trial or mock trials, as he's being handed back and forth between Caiaphas and uh, uh, a Pilate. Right. He says in in John nineteen ten and eleven. Then Pilate said to him, meaning Jesus, "Are you not speaking to me? You do you not know that I have power to crucify you and power to release you?" Jesus answered. You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given to you from above. Amen. So what we're seeing in the world today is we are seeing God in his sovereignty is frustrating as some of this stuff is. Yeah. We're seeing these things being allowed yeah. for the fulfillment of prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Bible gives us an indication that to a certain extent, perhaps, our prayers can affect timing, yeah. can create delays, yeah. but the fulfillment is still going to happen. Absolutely. And, it is, and it, is ultimately, it is ultimately for our and to our benefit that it does. That's right. Because that's of right. what God tells us is going to happen after all of this garbage. See, Greg, that's a great reminder in the bottom line what you're saying there. Yes. yes. Darkness will have its hour, but God's ultimately in control. Yes. And and so we can't avoid it, but we can maybe even, like you said, maybe our prayers can have different times of delaying or whatever. Exactly. You know, Greg, just this morning, I'm reading Daniel, and, and multiple times, it says all these things are happening, however... The, it, however, the appointed thing will take place at the appointed time. It, All these things happen, however, at the appointed time. All this can happen, however, at the appointed time. In other words, you can't stop the Word of God from happening. But there are things, you know, that affect, I think, oftentimes. And so, um, you know, you look at um, uh, Joshua when he prayed. He, they held back the sun for 24 hours while they finished off the job and you know, whatever. He was able to delay an actual day because of the battle that yeah. went on. You see another time where God gave us a, 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 a sign where the clock went backwards and added more time to the clock. So, yes, our prayers can affect, I think, even time in the universe. And God may give us a reprieve. Again, if, look, 
If God may give us a reprieve here, that is, who knows, maybe politically some things will turn around and the church will be more protected and, and America and will have a little bit longer to, before the rapture takes place to kind of get us to the rapture before it gets really bad. Or God allows it to take place either way. But the reality is that God's in control. He's going to do it in his time. And we just make the request before heaven. And we know that we know that in the end we win. We can rejoice that we're going yeah. toward the coming kingdom and the coming of Jesus Christ. And I can't wait. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's great. That's great. You're listening to Signs of the Times. It's our weekly look at Bible prophecy in the world's news. Today is Friday, August 26th, 2022, but you could be listening to episode 230 later on in the week via various outlets. And either way, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. All right. Pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption. It is the recipe for all things yucky that are happening on the earth today. And they are prophetic as well. This is from the Western Journal. American farmers are killing their own crops and selling cows, and here's why. Yeah. Please do tell us. Yeah, and, and what horrible news to think you're getting more of the food supply affected when already we have such a bad effect on the yeah. food supply worldwide. It's due to droughts. American farmers are having to thin out their crops and sell livestock, which in turn is driving up food prices and adding to the overall economic downturn that Americans have been struggling with for two years. According to a survey from the American Farm Bureau Federation, drought conditions have put the production of beef, dairy, wheat, vegetables, fruits, and nuts at serious risk. Droughts have persisted in the states throughout the Central Plains up to the North Dakota and all the way west to California uh, down to South Texas. Farmers and ranchers are being forced to take drastic measures. Most notably, there's been a significant increase from last year in farmers having to till under their crops. Remove fruit trees. Removing the fruit trees they have to. I mean, getting rid of even the future crop of those guys and sell livestock. Again, look at the stats here. Those who reported tilling under crops because the drought conditions jumped from only 24% of respondents last year to 37 this year. 33 um, destroying and removing orchard trees, uh, and 17 as, as compared to 17% last year. So the bottom line is we're seeing the food supply being affected worldwide, and at the same time in America, which is a big part of the suppliers for the food supply, we're seeing our food supply affected, Greg, and what we give to the world because of drought on top of everything else. And so, again, this is where we have to remember the Lord is in control. It says in Matthew 24 there's going to be droughts in the last days. God knew this, fellow saints, fellow believers, don't panic. God promises that if he said, seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added. That means if we seek the kingdom, God's going to give us food. He's going to give us drink. We may not have it like we've always had it, which is unbelievable pantries full of stuff. But God will take care of us and provide. We can trust in that. But at the same time, it's further signs of the times that we're heading into those last days. Because these are, again, things, Greg, that are affecting worldwide. This is America. But that affects the whole world, and the whole world is now being affected already. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Pastor Mark, our next article uh, says that the World Economic Forum is recommending humans become cyborgs. Yeah, yeah. Implant some brain chips, because there are solid rational reasons for children to be microchipped. What what could be the rational reason here? Again, the only chips I want are salt and vinegar. Exactly. But, you know, great. No, here, let me tell you what they're thinking. And it'll, it'll bring, again, cyborg means part human, part machine. Yes. But again, you know, before I even jump into this, for years, Greg, we've been saying that the Antichrist will be seen as a genius because when he brings in these things, it's going to solve so many problems. So what they're doing, they're now coming out in the open and saying it. It was almost kind of like this, no, that isn't true, conspiracy, conspiracy. They kept saying conspiracy for years. Now they're pushing it forward, and no longer, you don't hear the words conspiracy anymore because they're the ones coming out and saying it. They want us to be half human, half computer, half machine. They want chips in us. They want all these things. And they're coming right out and saying it. And here's the benefit of it. Let me read this. Yep. Uh, the, the World Economic Forum is promoting augmentation technology to morph humans into cyborgs, half person, half machine, and recommends children be implanted with brain chips. The brain chips will not only improve health by eradicating impairments like learning disabilities and depression. Here's our saying what it will do. Yeah. But pave the way for humans to attain superhuman capacities. Now, I'm going to come back to this. And I quote, (laughs) superheroes have been dominating big and small screens for a while. But there's a subtle change happening. Many children expect to develop superpowers themselves. These expectations may sound unattainable, but we're already making the first strides toward an augmented society that will make it attainable. Uh, augmentation technology can change the way we live, but only with the right support and vision. Uh, again, this augmentation technology will help in all stages of life, children in learning environment, uh, professionals at work, and ambitious senior citizens. So, hey, you make your older life better, your work life better, your play life better, you're going to be a superhuman 
Um, he says, should you implant the tracking chip in your child? There are solid, rational reasons for yes, the scientist writes. Brain implants will provide health benefits equivalent to a dog's nose and a gadget that can only hand, um, can be handy to sniff out COVID-19, for example. But unlike uh, uh, phones, it may feel like a part of your body. The augmentation technology will become more intertwined with the body in the form of implants. So let me say a couple things. First of all, it seems like the answer for everything. If you can put something in somebody's body that maybe gives them eyesight again, hearing again, you, you manipulate the brain. Uh, maybe they can walk again when they couldn't walk. All these things that, that they promise that, that I'm not saying they can do, but Greg, if you promise that to people and you tell them, especially you tell the next generation, we're going to make you a superhero. You can be the next Wonder Woman. You can be Captain America. Well, how many kids don't want to be that? You know, the, that you grow up wanting to be Captain America or Wonder Woman or whatever. And when they're telling our kids they can do that, think how exciting that would be for the next generation to say, chip me up. I'm in for the chip. Let's rock and roll. Now, Greg, here's something else. You know, we just talked about the, it was the CIA out there and very, it's, it's very open in the public. They're the ones that came up with the term conspiracy theory to use it as a tool to back people down. But many people don't realize that the CIA and the FBI have been working very, very intertwined. And this is also public knowledge for those who do their homework with Hollywood for years and years and years. And they purposely have worked with Hollywood to develop a, 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 a mindset, a national mindset. And they say that we want the movies to move forward developing a national unity. They say it's for the good, for the national unity. And so the CIA, FBI working with Hollywood, that's why you see so many Hollywood stars connected to politics mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Again, these are very known things. Now, with that said, I, I, I even mentioned this to the girls a few years back. They may not remember it if I was to tell them, but I started noticing this a few years ago when all these, uh, the Marvel movies, and some of them, look, if you, again, there, there's nothing wrong in a hero movie, okay? I, I can enjoy a good hero movie. But the Marvel movie, movies, they're th- this whole mindset of superhumans, superheroes, we can be like gods. You know, we can have the power for lightning or to throw trains or fly or whatever, like the gods, kind of like the mythical gods or whatever. And so my thing from a pastoral standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, I start looking at the law of Satan in the garden. You can be like God in the last days. You know, he's going to say that he is God. He's going to, I think, lure mankind in by making us think we can be God. And then he's going to say, no, you're not. And I'm God at the very end mm-hmm. and make everybody bow to him. But, you know, this, there's a whole mindset, Greg, now in the generation where everybody wants to be a superhero. Matter of fact, the new, and I haven't seen Miss Marvel or whatever, but I've heard there's a new one that's a TV when they do Miss Marvel. And the, well, there's two of them. There's okay. Miss Marvel and there's She-Hulk. Um, She-Hulk, again, I've not seen these, but I know that she is some lawyer, right? Whatever mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and, and yeah. again, can, so if, if you charge too much, nobody can get you because you can beat them up. But anyway, so she goes and she turns into this hero or whatever. Well, here's the thing on this, it, the, especially the Miss Marvel, they're doing these teen ones now, where these teens can become superheroes. Well, now you see, knowing that the FBI and the CIA and I've been working with Hollywood to, to develop a mindset worldwide and, and nationally, now you see them coming out and saying, hey, first they put all these movies out saying you can do that. Now they come out with the technology saying, hey, now you can do this by technology. It's it, To me, Greg, there's a very coordinated very well-known strategy. Let's introduce it out there. And, and, and it may not be that. But it may just be the spiritual realm. Okay, this may just be all the spirit realm. I'm, I don't realize that. But now when yeah. you learn that they're actually doing that, you go, well, yeah. maybe both. Sure. But either way, you get the mindset out there, and then you introduce it. Here's what it does. If you just showed up to Americans, and they didn't have that mindset, and you said, hey, here's a chip for your brain, for your hand. Let's all just do this. We would go, you are nuts. There's no way. We're not getting near it. Right. But if you get everybody thinking, I can be a superhero, hey, we can make you one. If you take these chips... And you put this, these, you know, put some metal body parts on your whatever. We can make a bionic arm or the bionic man and all that. I mean, I'm telling you, if you're younger and you want to be a hero, people do anything to be famous. Now you do that. It's like, I want to be a hero. I want to be a star. This to me, Greg, is a part of the whole deception in the last days right here. Well, let me come at it, uh, the end game of this uh, from another perspective. When, before we give our lives to Christ, we're, we're non-hybrid. We're spiritually dead. Right. We give our lives to Jesus Christ. He indwells us. He seals us with a mark. Right. That's right. We become hybrid at that point. That's right. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. So you want to talk about that supernatural, that right. superpower. We're spiritual okay? cyborgs. <laughs> exactly. Spiritual cyborgs. I'm just going to yeah. put it in that vernacular. Because we're born again. Or yes. That's yes, what you've that's been talking great, no, about. No, that's a great example. Okay. Satan, because he's the great imitator. Yeah. 
That's what that mark is going to be. So so all of these things, the cyborg thing is really the end game of that is that ultimate wow. mark of the beast. Wow. It's that ultimate. And now here's the deception. The deception is, is that they're telling the people or you, you know, or, or, or they're, they're letting you think this through these movies and whatnot. Well, if I take this chip or whatever, then I can have these powers. They don't understand that Satan is a hard taskmaster. That's right. He wants to enslave you. That's right. And so the, the chip and all of the technology that he wants to use to promote that you're going to have freedom. No, it's really to control you. That's right. It's to monitor you. That's right. It's to mimic the spiritual relationship that God has with us via his Holy Spirit. Remember, yep. Jesus said, it is better for you that I leave yep. so the comforter can come. Right. Because if Jesus had not fulfilled what he came on earth to do, we wouldn't have the blessing of right. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, no, anyway. I think that's a great insight, yeah. Greg. I think that is great because that's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to imitate God. And even as God has made us superhuman yeah. in the sense of our spiritual power, but maybe not in strength and jumping over tall buildings and all that right. stuff. Uh, he's trying to make mankind do the same thing. And again, he's, he's alluring mankind yeah. in by, yeah, you can be this superhuman. And I'm telling you, I just, I just feel like we've been conditioned this whole generation by Marvel movies and, and other things, you know, and, and DC comics, yeah. we have been conditioned. I think beyond just the normal little kid wanting to be the hero of the neighborhood, we've conditioned people to, to want to be superheroes. And now we're telling them you can, if you get in line with our program and, how many of these next generation? I think they're going to line up. They're going to want to do this because why not? Look, if I can, if I can let this spider bite me and be Spider Man, <laughs> yeah. bite me, Spider. Right. Let the spider bite me. Let's do this, you know, and whatever. And so it's it's very insidious, but I think we see a plan underway. We sure do. Speaking of insidious, we'll continue that theme with some weird stuff. Uh, this is a congressional report. Some UFOs don't have man-made origins. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, I'll read some of it, then we'll talk yeah. a second. We talked about UFOs and conspiracy stuff. An addendum yes. to the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023, a budget that governs Americans' clandestine services, produced a revelation that might pique the interest of Americans' public. Congress doesn't believe all UFOs are man-made. That is, they believe they're real. The overall report, which came courtesy of Vice.com, says... And I quote, temporary non-attributed objects or objects that are positively identified as man-made after analysis will be passed to the appropriate offices should not, um, and should not be considered under the definition as unidentified aerospace undersea phenomenon. So if you can tell that a man did it, it shouldn't be a UFO, basically, you know. Um, and so which leads to another uh, revelation of the IAA report. The U.S. government acknowledges, and I quote, cross-domain Transmedium threats to the United States national security are expanding exponentially. Citing the Department of Defense's def definition, a cross-domain transmedium threat can move from water to air to space in ways that human beings might not comprehend. Think about that. From water to air to space, it's non-man. It's not man-made. What they're saying, basically, another planet or another dimension. I don't know. You know again, they're they're they're. they're Vice also reports that legislation would reclassify unidentified aerial phenomena as unidentified aerospace undersea phenomena and rename the Pentagon's office in line with a new designation. Last year, a leaked video, no pun intended, uh, that the, the, because it goes underwater, uh, was confirmed by the Pentagon as being uh, authentic, appeared to show a UFO seamlessly flying beneath the waters. I've seen that video. Have you seen it? Mm -mm. They actually released a video. That, uh, I don't know if it's under um, Information Act or they just released it, whatever. Freedom of Information. But it's, yeah, they're on a ship, a, a military ship, and they're filming this thing, floating over the water. It's far away. You can't tell. They've got it magnified because of the, you know, it's a little bit blurry. And also, Greg, it just goes, down in the water. And they're seeing these things come up and out of the water, they're saying, and they're saying there's more of it than they can release. And they're going, we're not doing this. And these are in like American waters, and these are beyond any technology on the earth, and something's going on. Now, many of our listeners probably have heard me share on this. I'm going to share again. Do I believe we're seeing something real? Absolutely. And I think really now, it's, it's undeniable. You've got the videos, and you've got the, the government releasing it, et cetera, and it's, it's undeniable. Non-human, what is it? Is it really visitors from other planets? I mean, is, is maybe Little Green Men in a conspiracy? No, I, I think that is a conspiracy. Um, I think it's demonic. The cherubims of Isaiah. 
Absolutely. I believe it's demonic. And, and here's why. First of all, I, I don't believe that biblically... The fallen cherubims. Yeah, I don't believe that it's biblically possible for there to be any other life on other planets. Because the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That would be everybody on this earth and all the aliens. It doesn't say just all on the earth. It says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It's the word pos in the Greek, and it just means all. It's all-encompassing, right? Well, then the Bible there specifically and singularly says Jesus died for the sins of the world. No singular. S. Yeah, no S, singular. So what that means is, if Jesus only died for the sins of the world, like the Bible says, then what about the other worlds out there? They have no hope. And that would mean that, by definition, they're all just created to be condemned, which I don't believe. So I can't accept biblically the idea of any other beings on other planets based on that. Now, then what is this? Again, I believe they're real, but I believe they're demonic. And when you look at how these things look and how they're described, I remember one of the videos they revealed. If you go online and look at the you know Pentagon release videos, you'll see one of them. And it's flying at this distance. Unbelievable. It just takes off out of their sight. Nobody has that kind of propulsion or speed. And, and they're watching this thing. And it, it begins to turn. And as it turns on the video, it looks like a wheel within a wheel. You've got like a, a, an up and down spir- spherical thing yeah. and, then a, and then a side-to-side spherical thing in it as it turns. You're going, wow, that's kind of like a um, gyroscope. Gyroscope. Yeah. And I'm going, wow, well, that's pretty wild. But when you go back and read the definition of the cherubim in Ezekiel, it says that the cherubim have beside them that's connected to their body a wheel within a wheel. I mean, the exact description that Ezekiel gives of what the cherubim look like is exactly what you see when you see that video. The only thing you don't see is a body with wings. But again, this thing is so far away. And he said, and it's interesting, when you read his definition, he says, and the wheels were awesome in appearance. That means they were gigantic. So it would appear the wheels may be so large, they cover the cherub. I mean, they made just completely, like you, if you saw the wheel, you wouldn't know there's a cherub on the other side of it. The way he describes it is this gigantic wheel with a gigantic wheel within it, and it's connected to the cherub. Well, when you see this thing, you see this gigantic wheel with a wheel turning, and you don't see on the other side, you're too far away. But I wonder if, hey, if they're not connected, I believe those are probably cherub. And God, for whatever the reason, allowed Satan to himself or others of the fallen angels to manifest so man could see them and even film them as a part of the last day's deception. How he's going to use it, I don't know. But I think that the Bible even describes, Greg, what we see the government now releasing and having to admit. So it's pretty wild. Yeah, because you never see a picture of any of these UFOs. Right. That you can make anything out concretely about the image. Right. You're right. And and I think that that's by design. Yeah. They're never going to get so close that you can see any kind of description of what the, how the Bible describes them in detail, other than the fact that we know the wheel within a wheel, but seeing the glory of those wheels, what they look like with, I mean, there's just so much there to see. That, yeah, that well, is being hidden and let me, right now. And let me add another interesting yeah. thing to that. You know, if, if an angel was flying and just you know, like we think we think of it, like I guess in my mind, I think like the Superman thing. Maybe they stand straight up and fly. I don't know, but either way, it says that in these wheels, Greg, it has eyes all around. Yes. Now, when you hear people that have seen these, what do they describe? They describe a saucer with windows, windows. In it all around. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's how it would look to I us. I know. Yes. So, so I, again, I believe what we're seeing. I think that. It, do you say? Do you believe that these things are real? I would say yes. Some of them. Some are fake. It's people, you know, trying to trick people. Sure. Some are real. Some are just, you know, you think you see it, and you want to see it so bad, you make it up. Yeah. Um, but I think people are seeing, oftentimes, Greg, for real, the demonic realm. And what's interesting is. I've also noted over the years, as I've looked into this somewhat, and this came from my Santa Fe background, kind of the spirit, New Age spirit area out there out west, that most of people that see UFOs and around them are involved in the occult. Not all of them. Not all of them by any means. But most. They're somehow connected to spiritism. Well, that would make sense, because if you're connected to spiritism, you're connected to the demonic realm, where you're going to see these saucers, or wheels within wheels, with eyes all around, or we would say, the fallen angels and or demons so when you look at it from just a logical reasonable biblical viewpoint this begins to fall into place very logically yeah you know another thing too when you think about pharmacia and all of that and the lifting of a veil that god has there uh to see things that really the purpose of that veil there is, is that we can't handle 
what's on the other side. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I mean, you can't. We can't handle the truth. That's right. We cannot handle the spiritual truth of what's going on on the other side beyond what the Bible tells us for our understanding and yeah. our knowledge. Yeah. But to see that stuff is not for us to see right now. Right. We'll see it all yeah. in great glory and detail. Right. But not right now. Not when we're encased in these earthly bodies. And you know what's interesting about that that comment too, Greg, is that you know when we're in this world, we look at some of those things and go, well, no, I don't believe that. Oh, that's impossible. That's what yeah. But think about it. The real reality is the spiritual realm. And when we leave these bodies and step into it, that's all it's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of supernatural glory with these amazing things we've never seen. That's really what's going on around us all the time. So if we get a, if God allows a tiny glimpse into yeah. it, we freak out and say, it's not real. No, it's real. And that's really what's going on. It's more real than almost where we are now. You know, it's interesting as, as, as much as, uh, you know, we want to be on that other side and see, you know, things in our new bodies and whatever. You know, the Bible tells us that the spirit world, like, especially the, the fallen angels, not necessarily the angels, even though the Bible does, uh, indicate that angels can manifest into human beings or right. inhabit well, human beings or yeah, whatever. you see it. Absolutely. You, you could be Abraham uh, and the angels. entertaining angels unaware. That's right. But then the fallen angels equally desire to be inha- inhabit bodies. That's right. They, they don't want to be disembodied. Isn't That's that right. an interesting... It is. Uh, yeah. They don't want to be embodied necessarily in what we are uh, down here, but you're right. They just don't want to be a spirit that has no case. I think... I, well, I think about the... I think about the, the, the demons that Jesus cast out of uh, the guy up there in Capernaum. Right. Up there on the... And he said, hey, you know, send us into the pigs. That's right. That's right. We'll take we'll take a pig. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they they'll take anything. They'll take they, anything. That's right. Their favorite song. Right? Yes. I ain't got nobody. <laughs> oh my Nobody. Word. Okay, we got to move on right, because sorry. we're gonna sorry. we're gonna our wheels are gonna fall off. Uh-oh. The wheels within Uh-oh. the wheel Uh-oh. are going to fall off. Yes. Yes. We'll lose our angelic edge. Yes. More spiritual weirdness. Okay. So we talked about She Hulk. We've talked about chip implantation. Right. She-Hulk is a female lawyer. If we yeah. put them all together, we've got this story right here. Here we go, Greg. Yahoo.com. Uh, yes. Lawyers could have chips implanted in their brain in a bid to cut legal costs. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is... Is this even for real? You know, Greg, look, they can they, 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 they want to charge your thoughts. <laughs> hey, I just picked up that you were thinking about me, so that'll be another $50. I know, when, now, we knew a lawyer like yes, that. Yes, we did. Remember, we did. We, so, as soon as we said his name, we were going to get a bill. Yeah, you know, it's like I asked my lawyer once. I said, hey, I would like to text your, 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 your brain for and he said, hey, you know, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> anyway, right, that was actually a, 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 pub, a, a, a politician that I asked. Anyway, uh, yes, unbelievable, Greg. Get, look, hey, now here's the point. Make the chips look positive and wonderful. Amazing. So everybody wants them. The new generation wants to be a superhero. Yeah. The lawyer wants to make more money. On Monday, a California appeals court ruled that the San Jose uh, church, oh, that's the wrong one. I'm sorry. That's reading the wrong article. I've got my articles here out of order. And so here we go. Yes. Uh, yes. Lawyers of the future bill. Or the future could bill their clients by units of attention. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The lawyer's dream. <laughs> this is a lawyer's dream. What if this you got ADHD? Is, again, this is the politician taxing your mind for just a moment. Again, the units of attention monitored by computers directly connected to their brains reported <laughs> from the law society. Supporters oh, this of the, is it is supporters of the neural technology for lawyers have agreed that corporate clients will press for chips as an efficiency measure, as it would cut legal costs as well as reduce the number of solicitors needed to work on complex cases. The report published last oh week forecasted that brain implants could become the iPhone of the future in the legal profession. I don't know that any more comment needs to be made. No. That's just amazing. And I can't, But again, with all our jokes and fun we're yes. having, remember, make this technology look appealing so when, that, when the Antichrist says everybody take a chip in their hand or the forehead, we're all for it. Yes, right. this is a great thing. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to some good news real quick because we've only got a minute left because this is important. Christian headlines. California church does not have to pay over $200,000 in fines yes. for violating COVID-19 restrictions. Yes, and this is what I was reading by yes. Acts a great article. This is an, a fellow Calvary Chapel pastor, uh, Mike McClure. Again, um, on Monday, a California appeals court ruled they don't have to pay the 200000 in fines because they kept going to church during COVID-19. The ruling was issued by a three-judge panel in California's 6th District Court of Appeals. It reverses several lower court decisions. I know this. Several lower courts said, yes, you have to pay this. That's just absolutely a denial of religious freedom against the Cal- uh, Calvary Chapel San Jose. Uh, which was fined for continuing to hold large in-person gatherings in a violation of the state uh, COVID-19 restrictions. 
According to the Christian Post, uh, the appeals court overturned the December 17, 2020 order requiring Calvary Chapel to pay 33000 for violating the county's restraining uh, order, as well as other continuing to meet with uh, people uh, on a regular basis. Uh, despite making the, anyway, the point is the panel also ruled that Calvary Chapel does not have to pay any additional fine of the 22000 in November restraining order or 200000 for the other bills. Bottom line is God is defending his church. And, yeah. and pr- thank you, Lord. We still have a place that we have some freedoms that we have to force them now by law, but we still have them. So praise the Lord for yeah, that. Praise the Lord indeed. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Another show in the books. Remember, normal is not coming back but jesus is so make sure that you are ready and make sure you continue (laughs) to watch the signs of the times we'll be back next friday at 1 30 for another edition until then be blessed be in church be safe and we will see you next friday at 1 30